Hello and welcome back to the Dictionary of Moments podcast. My name is Jason Geary. I'm your host. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Dictionary of Moments podcast. The Dictionary of Moments, of course, is a project uh, online where I'm aiming to write enough stories based on single words to publish a dictionary in which you will look up a word and not only find its meaning, but also find a short story prompted by that word. Ambitious? Yes, some might say so. Will it ever get done? Who knows? But you guys are going to get a weekly dose of the stories that I do via this very podcast. So three stories a week. I may upload more to the website, dictionaryofmoments.com, which is where you can go and read along with or just read the stories in your own time. Uh, As the podcast comes out, the three new stories will go up onto the website. Uh, I hope you enjoy the podcast. For those of you who have taken time out to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, It was lovely to see the podcast pop up in the uh, podcast charts during the week in the arts section uh, up into the top 50, and it disappeared towards the end of the week. But, you know, I'm okay with that. Uh, So if it just pops its head up every once in a while, that's great. You can help, uh, of course, by rating and reviewing uh, via iTunes. And for those of you who have done that already, uh, both in the Australian store and stores around the world, I am ever so grateful. So, without further ado, uh, let's go into our stories. Everything. Pronoun. All things. Everything. She sat alone at the centre of the universe. Around her, the delicate clockwork of everything was tick, tick, ticking. When she accepted the job of keeping everything running, she thought it might be too much for her. It did seem like an awful lot, and she'd never managed an entire universe before, not even part of one. It made her nervous. However, she'd not anticipated the beauty of seeing everything interacting all at once. Billions of cogs spinning clockwise and counterclockwise, each with profound cause and effect as they churned the fabric of the universe beyond. Beautiful. She heard a squeak from the cog to her left, a protest from its protagonist in a universe beyond. She forgot how many rotations of this small cog it took for a life to be lived on the other side. Was it sixteen? Six. Huh. 
she was sure she knew yesterday. The concerns of her mortal life were already beginning to fade. She could barely remember that just last month she was building shelves in an office when she saw the advertisement for this job. She took her oil can and placed the long, delicate spout to the contentious cog. She pumped it twice. Pop, pop. The oil looked like a starfield, opaque, liquid, peppered with brilliant points of light wrapped around the cog and its axle. It protested no longer. She put her oil can down, took a deep breath, and hoped that she would never forget that she was looking at everything all at once. Titan. Noun. A person or thing of enormous size, strength, power, or influence. Titan. I switch off the bedside light, blink until my eyes adjust and navigate the bedroom in darkness to the window. I pull the curtains open wide. Moonlight floods in, bathing the room in pale white light. I slide the heavy glass doors silently along their runners until they find their resting place with a satisfying, muted thunk. The summer breeze is pleasant, not cold in the slightest, yet I feel goosebumps freckle on my arm. Death is coming for me tonight. The cold is the prelude to her arrival. I look to the horizon for comfort and I see the shadow of the mountain against the night sky. For my entire life, her shape has remained unchanged. I'd always thought of her as my mountain, laying languidly listless. I don't own her, of course, I'm not a queen. Nobody owns a mountain. No, I have an alliance with her. She agrees to lay there, a constant guardian. I agree to watch her slumber, climb her ridges, traverse her ravines, keep her breathing, ready to move. She's always been there for me, and I her. I notice small fractals of ice form on the glass of the balcony balustrades. Death is here. Black vapours pulled from the night itself coalesce into a corporeal figure floating before me, blocking the view of my beautiful, sleeping giant. It's time to collect. Death hisses in a hundred languages all at once. I pick out English and respond in kind. Not today. Death smiles at me, incredulous. I smile right back. Do you wish to take me tonight or withdraw? Withdraw? No. I intend to take you now, as is the way of things. I do not withdraw. That's all I need to hear. I have an emissary gifted to me by my mother at birth before you took her. 
Death floated silently. I thought of the picture of a newborn me on my mother's breast, moments before she passed. The joy on her face, the tears in her eyes, the moment of transference. Death hissed. An emissary? Impossible. I spoke the words that had come to me in my dreams every night of my life. Rise, protector. By the prophecy of the Grand Maiden, protect me. With that, the ground shakes and a thunderous rumble crashes across the valley, growing louder as it washes past us. Death dissipates, then reforms facing the mountain. My mountain. The horizon breaks, bows and sinks as we watch my protector stand to her full height. My mountain, standing tall, dark against the night sky. Razor, noun, an instrument with a sharp blade used to remove unwanted hair. Razor. Fiona put her wine glass down with a thud. Sometime between removing the glass from her lips and it hitting the table, she'd lost her equilibrium. Perfect. She considered this the right kind of drunk for the arduous task at hand. She refilled her wine glass and set the bottle down next to the other brown paper bag she'd arrived home with half an hour earlier. She picked it up and finding the opening, she tipped the bag upside down. She watched as the contents rustled down the length of the bag and landed crisply on the dining table. It bounced from one end to the other, then settled into a smooth, perfectly weighted spin on the spot. The straight razor was closed. The blade folded into the polished ebony handle. The silver tang of the blade curled off the end like the hammer of a gun. As gravity slowly curtailed the momentum, the silver tang came to rest, pointing at her phone. Right then, it lit up. On the screen was his name, Bryce, followed by a deep red love heart emoji. She found herself swearing she'd forgotten to change it. Beneath his name was a picture of him. It was her favourite picture of him, one she'd snapped early in their relationship. He looked so happy, all of his attention on her, (laughs) his smile, shy. The phone buzzed loudly against the table. She let it ring out. She was happy never to speak to him again. She took another gulp of wine and her screen lit up. Bryce again, a text this time. Did you come by the apartment? A whole bunch of my stuff is gone. She looked at the razor and caught her reflection in the polished handle. She was smiling. She shot a look at the bag she had dumped by the door. Every little thing Bryce cherished was in there. She hadn't gone there specifically to steal his stuff. All Fiona wanted were the photos from the photo drawer. But once she started taking things from drawers, she just couldn't stop. Her phone lit up again. Fuck me, did you take the photo drawer? 
She looked to the other side of the wine bottle at the very drawer in question. It was full to the brim of printed photographs. He was always insisting they printed their photos. He'd stick them on the fridge, in frames, and would regularly rotate them so there was always something new to see. He insisted that holding a picture was infinitely better than looking at it on a screen. Fiona agreed. It was one of the many things she'd loved about him. She took the top picture out of the drawer. It was a recent one of the two of them at a friend's birthday party. He looked happy. She looked tired. She picked up the razor, pushed down on the tang and flipped open the blade. It felt good in her hand. No wonder he loved it so much. She held the razor aloft as she drained the glass of wine into her mouth with her other hand. She swallowed hard and burped. No, this was the perfect amount of drunk to be for this arduous task. She threw the glass to the ground, not even giving it a second thought. She placed her hand onto the photo and leaned in with the blade. She started at the top of his head and traced a line around his shape. The edge was so sharp that it made short work of the stiff photo paper. When Fiona finished, she simply popped Bryce out of the photo. She looked at it anew and marvelled at the absence of him. Without him grinning idiotically beside her, she looked far less tired. Her phone lit up again. Did you take my razor? Ah, those are your three stories for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. The music you have heard during this podcast is by a wonderful duo called The Heartstrings Project. Please give them a follow on your favourite digital music subscription service and also head over to YouTube uh, and pop in The Heartstrings Project the line just this week uh, as this podcast went live with its first episode the heartstrings project released their first uh music video so go and check it out over at youtube uh they're wonderful people and deserve your support uh as well please rate review uh again we want to uh try to generate as much of an audience as we can for this podcast and when i say we i'm talking in the regal we or or no we're a gang now right you've listened to two episodes you're on board we us the dictionary of moments army uh will three stories at a time slowly take over the world um well i just i just want people to relate relax and listen to some nice stories i hope and i hope that's what you've done this week uh thanks so much for listening uh please support the podcast any way you can tell a friend uh if they're looking for something new uh i hope you have a wonderful week and i'll see you again next week for episode three of the Dictionary of Moments.
Lord's long stream in peace. I'll follow your blind.